Hermine Hartman with Indigo Studio. Today is a special day. We're at Chicago Headquarters Police Department, and we're going to talk to the new superintendent, Larry Snelling. We're going to talk about policing. We're going to talk about Chicago. He is a Chicagoan. He's come through the ranks. We will work with everyone. Everyone will have a voice. The respect that Chief Snelling commands is bar none, not only from the police, but from the public. Went to Inglewood High School. He lived in the Inglewood community. He's been head of counterintelligence. He taught at the police academy. So he's really been through the ranks and he knows Chicago very well. If they're wrong, I'm going to call them wrong. But we need fairness. We need them judged fairly. Chief Snelling has a story that reflects the hopes and aspirations of the people of Chicago. Community policing. We're going to talk about it today. Thank you for being with us. We'll be right back. Today, we are honored to be with Superintendent Larry Snelling of the Chicago Police Department. Welcome to Indigo and welcome to your new position and welcome, I don't have to say welcome to Chicago, but uh, you are from Inglewood, graduate of Inglewood High School, and you've just had a very, very uh, interesting career. Tell us about your career, what, what, what your path has been to get to the top floor. Well, first of all, thank you. Um, it's been a journey. I mean, um, you know, having, you know, grown up in the inner city, um, taking on this job at a very early age, um, going back to work in the community where I grew up, um, to eventually becoming a commander in that uh, same community, um, it, it, it was just, it was an honor, right? And it was an honor to serve the people in the same community in which I grew up. Um, and I had relationships with people over there. Um, important. Very, very important. And it's important to have those relationships within these communities, just to have an understanding of what people in the communities are going through and uh, what they deal with. And then to just to talk about how great the people are in those communities. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you watch news stories or if you, you if you just get everything through social media, you would think the people of uh, Inglewood were all engaging in criminal activity. And that's not the case at all. The majority of people over there are taxpaying, hardworking citizens who just want to live a better life. Mm -hmm. um, homeowners, mm -hmm. um, and they want to be safe in their homes. They want a good community, and they work hard toward that. And going to school. Absolutely. Girls going to school. Absolutely. So in short order, what's the solution to crime in Chicago? What do, you, what do you need to do? Do you need more policemen? We keep hearing we need policemen, and everybody wants to police, police, police. But is that really the solution? See, that it's occurring, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a night after night after night. And in an area like this, I, I just can't put up with this anymore. I mean, for what, to what end? Over the past three years, four years, um, since the riots, uh, COVID, um, recruitment has been um, tough, and not just here in Chicago, but across the country. We want to let our young people know that they are not forgotten, that they're not forsaken. However, there is behavior that's acceptable and behavior that's not acceptable. We can hold people accountable, but we have to heal as a community if we're going to stop this cycle of violence. We can always use more police officers because uh, the more we have, the more we can put in particular places. However, however, 
I don't care how many police officers you add, if there's no support and if there's no one working together in lockstep with the police department and community working as a team, we're never going to get a handle on this. We're going to continue to spin our wheels. We need everybody to come together. We need the police supporting people in the community, reaching out to those people who, who we have not been able to touch because those people go out of the back door into their garage straight to work and they come back home the same way in reverse fashion. Um, we need to touch those people. We need to know or let those people know that we're out there for them. But at the same time, we need the community to come to the table. We need to bring the community in so that we can hear what the community wants, what they need. How do we do that? And, well, that we, we do that through getting our officers more contact with members of the public. And I'm not just talking about one group of officers who are uh, uh, community policing officers. All of our officers need to be community policing officers. We all need to reach out um, to our community members so that the community knows who their officers are. Mm -hmm. And our officers know the community. And once we have that relationship, once we have that connection, people can see now that officers are human beings and they're neighbors and their partners. So as long as we're working in partnership with each other, I think we start to, to close that gap and that distance between police and, and um, the community. The other thing is, I think we can develop uh, a much better relationship through communication. I think the lines of communication haven't been open as much as they should be. And uh, we, we just need to educate the public on how officers are trained, what officers are trained to do, and I think people will have a better understanding of what officers deal with and what they're going through. So we have a new element in Chicago. We've got migrants, and we see migrants at police stations. I guess that's a safe haven. The people that we're talking about are human beings just like you We didn't. We know that. We know that. It is not us against them. Three-year-old child with a mother who's eight months pregnant sleeping on a police floor. That is unconscionable. It's a humanitarian crisis. When families arrive here in the city of Chicago, they have multiple needs. We're talking about their health, their mental health, housing, education. And so our, our, our administration will aggressively go after the resources that are needed to make sure that the city of Chicago is a welcoming place. Two questions. What's the solution to the migrants? But most importantly, what's the solution to the migrants at the police stations? Well, to, why, why the police station in the first place? Well, you know, I, I wish I had a good answer for you on that. However, what I will say is, is that the police station opened their doors uh, over a year ago um, to house uh, the migrants because when the buses came in, they would uh, drop them at the police stations. And our police officers have done a great job of dealing with uh, people living within the, the lobbies and in and around those districts. What does it do to their morale? Well, here's, here's what it boils down to. And this is where the resilience of these officers come into play, right? This is why this is important. This point is important. At the start of this, these officers provided food, especially for the kids, clothing, um, whatever they could uh, to help out. Um, this but, is city provided? Or well, city well, yes. providing? They, okay. they, they okay. do it also, but these officers are there and they see this. And 
these officers have children. They, you know, and it's really hard uh, sometimes. And, and, and absolutely the human aspect of it. They see children who don't have a place to live, sleeping on floors, pregnant mothers, uh, uh, mothers who are nursing, sleeping on the floor of, of a district. That can weigh heavily or on, on someone's psyche, right? And these are police officers who now have to go to jobs where they're seeing other people who are down on their luck or people who are they're seeing on their worst days. Mm -hmm. And we need our officers to be well when they go out to these jobs. And it, sometimes that's really hard to see in the districts and uh, to navigate through that and then go to your day-to-day -day jobs and try to handle that work also. So yes, is, is it a struggle? It is, it absolutely is a struggle. And our officers need to be commended for dealing with it and the work that they've done around it. Uh, so um, the solution obviously is to find shelter uh, for these individuals so that they can move out of the stations and not have to sleep on the floor. But we know that that's a challenge and I know that the mayor and his office and his team are working hard on it. We all know the awesome power of the sun. Your solar options could help fill your life with clean energy at comed.com slash clean energy. Wait, stop scrolling. I'm here to help. For what? ACA Health Insurance Marketplace Open Enrollment is here. You can find a health plan that works for you and your family or change your current plan through GetCoveredIllinois.gov. Certified local navigators like myself can help you enroll and find out if you qualify for financial help. I really need to do that. That's why I'm here. Don't change that profile pic. You look great. Open enrollment ends January 15th. What's up, everybody? This is Curtis Blow inviting you to the Hip Hop Nutcracker, a holiday mashup for the whole family. December 12th through the 17th at the Cadillac Palace Theater. Tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. The hottest players club is at Chicago's first and only casino. Valley Rewards at the all-new Valley Chicago gives gamblers more for your loyalty. From 500 and free slot play in your first day to free parking anytime. We'll even match your tier status from Chicagoland Casinos. This is where legends are made. Valley's Chicago. The sensation that ignited Broadway is back. The Wiz. He's on down, he's on down. for a brand new day. Ease on down and get tickets to The Wiz. Playing November 28th through December 10th at Cadillac Palace Theater. Tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. This November, that spit-curled icon of joy, that champion of empowerment, sings a new tune live on stage for the first time. It's the world premiere of Boop the Musical. Get tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. We are business leaders, community activists, health care providers, leaders, scientists, educators, 
athletes, media professionals, artists. We are Gov State. Closed captioning is sponsored by Governor's State University. How do we deal with a problem that I know you know intimately, and that is the arrest, the harassment of black men by the police? How do we stop that? At the same time, how do we stop citizens being afraid of policemen? So here's what, what this boils down to, and this is where we're working on the consent decree and we want to make sure, I want to make sure that we bring that consent decree into compliance as, as fully as possible and as quickly as possible, but we don't want to rush it. We want to make sure that we do it right. So one of the things that could be a mistake when we're rushing a consent decree, because I know people argue about uh, the levels of compliance, but the training, the policy creation and the training are the most important parts of this consent decree. We have to give our officers the best possible training that we could give them. Now you've got an advantage there because yes. you taught in the academy. That's correct. What, what did you teach in the academy? Well, I, I, I taught just about everything, but what I mainly focused on was uh, control tactics, um, uh, use of force, physical skills, um, but then on the other side, there were there were a bunch of uh, classroom topics that I taught, um, leadership, um, and I, I could go on and on. But but you've you've done the gamut in the academy, yes. which really gives you an advantage. Well, when it comes to the training aspect of it, yes, and then the effects that training has on officers. Officers want good training. They they want good training because officers need to know that when they go to training, what's in it for me right now? What Am I going to get out of this, this that's going to make me a better officer and it's going to help me do my job better? So from the top down, this, I have to take full responsibility for that. I have to make sure that the message that I'm sending to, to officers is about constitutional policing and making sure that we, when we are making stops, it's based on reasonable suspicion, reasonable articulable suspicion, uh, that a person uh, has committed, or that based on that reasonable belief, has committed, is about to commit, or in the commission of a crime, or or probable cause for an arrest. We shouldn't stop people randomly without any reasonable suspicion or probable cause for an arrest. Once that happens, there needs to be documentation, which our officers are doing currently. Document when we stop someone document why we stop someone and we document that articulable suspicion or if it turns into an arrest we know we had that uh, that probable cause for the arrest so that has to be a message that trickles down from the top there has to be training for it and we have to enforce it our supervisors have to be aware uh, that our officers are performing the right way and so when we know that we have all levels of supervision working, mm -hmm. we, could, we could reach that goal. You, I heard you make a statement that I've never heard a policeman make, let alone a policeman at your level, and that is, what about the citizen? Mm 
Everyone sees, the citizens can see us. They see that we're out there and we're out there uh, helping. And we are. We just need to get that information out more. I think part of the problem is we have social media, we have the media, and these things are reported in the news, and that's the only information uh, that uh, our community members are going on. As a police department, we've got to be out there a little more in spreading the information about what we're doing, what our officers are doing. We also need to be out uh, passing out the information on safety tips for people, things that uh, they can do to avoid um, becoming victims of crime. The citizens, you, you know, the victims of, of violent crime. One of the things that people don't recognize that we see as police officers, we see the victims and we see the victimization and we see the trauma that those victims suffer. See, most times when a news story happens, they don't necessarily see the victim. They report the crime and they report the heinousness of the crime but what they don't do is spotlight what effect this had on that victim. And oftentimes, as police officers, when we see that, we want justice for these people. Um, it, you know, to see abused children, to see someone who shot, to see someone who had some catastrophic injury as a result of an attack. Domestic violence. Domestic violence is, is a major, major thing that we, we're focused on right now because when you see victims of uh, that uh, level of crime and then the continued violence against those victims, that these are traumatic situations that people don't even talk about. And we need to go back to that focus on the victims. And once we get the focus on the victims, I think then now people will start to understand the damage that these that the violent actors are imposing upon our community and our community members. So we need to focus on that. You want the news media to perhaps cover differently? It, it would be nice to, to cover and have that balance where we're focused on, on those people who are most vulnerable, who need the help of the police, who need the help of others. And then they need resources to help them out after they've been a victim of a crime. That's the sound of the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, saving you up to $500 on your energy bills with rebates and discounts on energy-efficient products. So you can enjoy coming back to a home full of savings. Visit comed.com slash home savings. Wait, stop scrolling. I'm here to help. For what? ACA Health Insurance Marketplace Open Enrollment is here. You can find a health plan that works for you and your family or change your current plan through GetCoveredIllinois.gov. Certified local navigators like myself can help you enroll and find out if you qualify for financial help. I really need to do that. That's why I'm here. Don't change that profile pic. You look great. Open enrollment ends January 15th. What's up, everybody? This is Curtis Blow inviting you to the Hip Hop Nutcracker, a holiday mashup for the whole family. December 12th through the 17th at the Cadillac Palace Theater. Tickets at BroadwayInChicago.com. The hottest players club is at Chicago's first and only casino. Valley Rewards at the all-new Valley Chicago gives gamblers more for your loyalty. 
From 500 and free slot playing your first day to free parking anytime. We'll even match your tier status from Chicagoland Casinos. This is where legends are made. Valley's Chicago. The sensation that ignited Broadway is back. The Wiz. He's on down, he's on down. for a brand new day. Ease on down and get tickets to The Wiz. Playing November 28th through December 10th at Cadillac Palace Theater. Tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. This November, that spit-curled icon of joy, that champion of empowerment, sings a new tune live on stage for the first time. It's the world premiere of Boop the Musical. Get tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. What changes will you bring to the police department? I know you've done one thing already, and that is work two days and then off? Yes. Talk well, about how well, important that is. Well, it was important to make sure that our office have that time to decompress, especially now, as you mentioned before, having uh, migrants in the districts. There used to be a time where there were locations where an officer could have a little decompression inside the station. But that's challenging now because we we have uh, people who are living there right now, so to speak. Um, but our officers need to be able to go home, spend time with their families. These are human beings, and we have to treat them as such. And that time off is going to be very helpful for those officers in helping them deal with the possibility of uh, any mental health crisis that they may suffer. Mm -hmm. And that's a big it's a big to do. Well, it's a big to-do because they're going into the communities. So we want the best, the healthiest uh, officer and the most well officer to deal with our community members. And then what about uh, cases like what we had with Annette Young? Are we assured that that cannot structurally happen again? We are working on that now. It's actually part of the consent decree now. And... Um, there are lockstep measures that we can put in place to avoid any of this in the future. And each and every one of our officers will be thoroughly trained be before they will be allowed uh, to perform those types of tasks. And then what about, of course, how the decree came about was with the murder of uh, Laquan McDonald. Well, we won't have that kind of thing on the street anymore by policemen just shooting an innocent kid. Here's what I'll tell you about that right now. And, and since we have put de-escalation training in place, and I was basically responsible for a lot of the de-escalation training that we're doing now that I developed, we have seen a major decrease in police-involved shootings. But, however, at the same time, we have seen an increase in violence against police officers, and I, that has nothing to do with the de-escalation. It has to do with the climate right now and the lack of respect that is shown to police officers now. And we've also seen an uptick and an increase in shootings uh, toward police officers. So that's something that we're going to have to make sure that we get on top, a top of to make sure that our officers are safe. 
Wait, stop scrolling. I'm here to help. For what? The ACA Health Insurance Marketplace Open Enrollment is here. You can find a health plan that works for you and your family or change your current plan through GetCoveredIllinois.gov. Certified local navigators like myself can help you enroll and find out if you qualify for financial help. I really need to do that. That's why I'm here. Don't change that profile pic. You look great. Open enrollment ends January 15th. What's up, everybody? This is Curtis Blow inviting you to the Hip Hop Nutcracker, a holiday mashup for the whole family. December 12th through the 17th at the Cadillac Palace Theater. Tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. The hottest players club is at Chicago's first and only casino. Valley Rewards at the all-new Valley Chicago gives gamblers more for your loyalty. From 500 and free slot play in your first day to free parking anytime. We'll even match your tier status from Chicagoland Casinos. This is where legends are made. Valley's Chicago. The sensation that ignited Broadway is back. The Wiz. He's on down, he's on down, bro. for a brand new day. Ease on down and get tickets to The Wiz. Playing November 28th through December 10th at Cadillac Palace Theater. Tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. So is our crime rate down or up? Well, that depends on what you're looking at. Now, we're, we're obviously down in shootings and homicides, but we do have a problem with motor vehicle thefts and robberies. And we are working on that right now seriously and what we need to do is reach out to the communities more educate our communities on what we're doing um, but we do need tougher penalties for repeat offenders because our officers are they are uh, catching and they are at apprehending um, these armed robbers but we do know that Oftentimes we want to run into repeat offenders who are doing the and same then, thing. And then, so how do we stop that? Where does that, does that go to the state's attorney's office? Well, it, 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 listen, I would love to have a conversation with anybody who's willing to do this. Now, obviously, when charges are approved, the state's attorney's office, they, they've done their job. But we need to go a step further. When we look, we need to look at lawmakers. We need to look at what we can do with people who are repeat offenders, especially for the most violent crimes, because that's where our problems come in. Will you be on the street with your men? Absolutely. I, and so what, what, would you, what message would you give to a young person watching this show and they want to be a policeman? To do, not to do, what to do? What would you tell them? The first thing I would do is follow your dreams, follow your mind, follow your heart. Do not allow someone else who has a negative view of policing talk you out of your dreams. This is an opportunity for you to give back to your community. This is an opportunity for you to make a difference in the life of other people. Those who stand by idly and complain and moan and whine about what's going on, who are also unwilling to step in and offer any help or suggestions are people who are just standing by. Don't allow those people to kill your dreams because you have the opportunity to do something great, not only for yourself, not only for your family, but for your community and for this city. This is how it gets better. This is how it gets better. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. This is an extremely important day for the city. 
For those who grew up like I did, a resident of Englewood and a student of the Chicago Public Schools, I want you to know the, the possibilities are limitless. For those who tell you that you can't, and for those who believe that you can't because of where you come from, I'm here to tell you that you can. 